Welcome to the Kiwi Wedding Podcast. I'm excited for you to hear this one. It is a DIY goodie. Just quickly wanted to say a shout out to everyone that came to Wild Hearts Wedding Fair over the weekend. If you're listening to this on the week that it comes out, it was so lovely to meet a whole lot of you listeners there and hearing about your weddings and even chatting to a few that are going to come on once you get married. So, so exciting to meet you in person. There's a lot going on at the moment, so I just want to remind you as well that there is the Little Wolf and Friends showcase at Brad's Warehouse in the city. If you're in Auckland this Sunday, the 24th of September, 2023 it is a bunch of amazing vendors and it's going to be all beautifully set up come and get some inspiration for your day and meet and chat to us I'm going to be there and yeah if you haven't heard of Brad's Warehouse it's this beautiful old bluestone building in the city 19th century vibe really cool and unique one to check out it's definitely giving me New York vibes which I love Um, So I really encourage you to come along to that and you can actually get free tickets. I will put a link in this episode and I would love to see you there. Today on the podcast we have Hannah. She had a very much DIY wedding and this is going to be really good to listen to and um, you'll hear how they had quite a decent number of guests still but managed to keep it in quite a small budget. These are just a couple of things that they did DIY. I think we covered most of them, but yeah, they did their own flowers. The girls did their own hair and makeup. Hannah actually made her wedding cake herself. Um, They borrowed a veil. She did get her dress made by the lovely Fritz and Sierra and it was gorgeous. They had a lot of like secondhand table decor that they sourced from op shops. Hannah's mum made the candles. Her brother did the graphic design and signage. Um, They had a friend that did like dad cam video footage. The bridesmaids bought their own dresses and they had a kind of like BYO alcohol situation where they could bring it onto the venue themselves. So that is just some of the things. I was their wedding photographer, which was amazing. And we'll share some of those photos on the Instagram page at the Kiwi Wedding Podcast. Give us a follow if you aren't already and enjoy episode eight with Hannah. Hi Hannah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to sit and chat with you today. So good. I'm so excited to chat and um, I was your wedding photographer. So I know a little bit about your story and behind the scenes and we're also friends as well. So it's (laughs) um, cool to chat to you and yeah, I can't wait for everyone to hear about your day. So to start with, can you tell me a little bit about you and your husband, how you guys met and yeah, your life together? Yeah, sure. Um, um, I'm Hannah. I met my husband Mackenzie almost six years ago. We were working a summer job. Um, and we dated for five years and we've been married or well, five and a half years and we've been married for um yeah four months now um yeah we're both both nurses we love um being outdoors um we spend a lot of our time yeah hiking and yeah that's pretty much pretty much us <laughs> and um can you tell us a bit about your proposal story how that all went down yeah of course um we on our first like official date um that 
we went on. We went to this hill out south in like Flatbush area and we had a picnic there and um, whilst we like through our years of dating we've gone back a few times to the hill to have a picnic kind of like recreate our first date and um, the one day I uh, it was like a terrible day I had finished a uni assignment in the morning I was on my period like just yeah the worst day ever um, but Max suggested that we go out to the hill to have a picnic and I was like oh yeah fine like sure why not um yeah so we we went out for a picnic there we were watching the sunset and um yeah Mac proposed which was yeah really really special like so special to be back at that place where we had our first proper date um it was yeah a place that's always been really special to us so yeah that's how that's how he proposed so cool to now have that as your proposal spot can keep going back there (laughs) definitely relive the moment (laughs) Had you been one of those girls that always dreamed about their wedding and yeah, what was like your vision and vibe for the day and yeah, how did that, how did the process start with like finding a venue, all of that? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm like any girl thought about my wedding. Um, I'd never really had this like set idea in my mind, Um, but when we like leading up to getting engaged we had obviously spoken about getting engaged kind of like bounced ideas around and then when we got engaged um we sat down and sort of figured out what we wanted for our day like the vision and for us we just wanted a day that reflected both of us equally in the day and so I guess that's kind of where we started um I I wanted lots of color like on the tables that was pretty much my only thing um but in terms of a venue we were we were quite relaxed we weren't too bothered um the venue we ended up choosing we went with because they had this beautiful forest area and that was kind of like the selling point for us um yeah we were we were both really relaxed about it didn't really have a set style or vision for it um but it all came together yeah beautifully we really wanted to reflect our like cultural like our heritage in our day. So um, my husband Mackenzie is Samoan and I'm from South Africa. So we just kind of used that as our starting point, Um, had lots of like flowers that incorporated both of those things. And yeah, just that was kind of like our vision, I guess. We just wanted a day that was very reflective of us, um, which I guess influenced our style. So you ended up finding the... um... Hanua Falls campground for your venue which was beautiful and um yeah I think they have like high school and like kids camps there a lot so people might not know that it's also a wedding venue and yeah tucked away in the Hanua's near the falls if you've ever been there um and that beautiful forest which you were planning to have your ceremony in um (laughs) it's a bit of weather (laughs) always as New Zealand that um, got in the way of that, but still a really beautiful chapel on site. So how did you guys come across that? Did you already know about it? Um, I honestly, like when we decided on um, kind of doing like a BYO DIY wedding, um, which was all because of like food and budget, um, we, I just started searching places. Um, we looked at a couple places online and we decided to go and look at the Hanua Falls camp, firstly because of the forest, also because it was quite secluded. Um, we loved the idea of being in like quite a quiet place. Um, and close to the falls is always lovely as well. 
So we had a look at it and settled on it because of the forest. That was like definitely our selling point, which we obviously didn't get to use. But the chapel on site is absolutely stunning as well. And in hindsight, we're so grateful that everything worked out the way it did because the chapel was like the perfect spot to have it. Um, but yeah, we just loved like the serenity of the place. Like it, I don't know, like in the evening you could just hear all the birds and it was misty and quiet and yeah, just beautiful and green. So yeah, that's, that is why we chose it. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was the perfect spot to have. We could have it from the day before to the day after to sort of set up, sit down. Um, yeah. Definitely a magical spot that, yeah, people might not know about. So it's one yeah. to check out for sure. Definitely. And, um, yeah, we've kind of talked a little bit, but what were your most important elements, um, on the day, like in terms of dress, food, photos, different, um, vendors? Yeah. What were your top priorities? Oh, I think um, food was definitely our top priority. That was kind of our influencing factor for our venue. Um, we really wanted this Brazilian barbecue company to cater our wedding. That also comes back from like a South African heritage and Samoan like barbecue is very popular in both places and especially over coals, like being cooked over coals. So um, yeah, that was what we wanted for the day and that influenced having to find a venue that was BYO, being able to do it all ourselves. So that was like our first priority. Um, and other than that, I think music was another one. Um, we had a live band all about Rosie play for our reception. So that was really important to us as well. Um, we also had a friend from church play in our ceremony. Um, so yeah, food and music were like the two, the two key things for us and everything else just kind of followed, um, followed on, which was really cool. Yeah. Love that. And I can definitely vouch for your food. It was amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> delicious. Definitely some Very of the good. best wedding food I've ever had. So can you tell me about your wedding outfits on the day, your dress, um, how you found it or got it made? Yeah. That whole process. Yeah, sure. Um, so I had my dress made by Fritz and Sarah. Um, we actually go to church with Sarah. So I had tried on wedding dresses, sort of had no idea what I wanted. But yeah, went went to try on wedding dresses with some bridesmaids. And then um, the final dress that I tried on was this like blush dress. And I just loved the blush undertone on my very pale skin. Um, all the white dresses completely washed me out. So I was, yeah, up until that point, I was kind of like, oh, don't love any of these. Um, I knew that I wanted something quite loose, like loose around the waist, something that kind of flowed, um, didn't want anything too like tight fitting. And I did love lace. I've always loved lace wedding dresses. I've, yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. I love how they sparkle and catch the light when they've got glitter in them and stuff. So um, yeah, this dress that I tried on, it was, stunning it had like lace de detailing in the top and yeah the pink undertone was beautiful and I spoke to Sarah the one day um and was telling her all about this dress I'd found and she said to me she was like oh come see Fritz and I like we'll make the dress for you um which was so special it was the most enjoyable process like my mom and I went to every appointment together um they sort of I took photos of them of this dress I had tried on and um Fritz drew me up like a a drawing of what my dress could look like and we sort of went from there um every appointment yeah they sort of changed things and um 
yeah it was just such a fun process like the dress fitted me perfectly it had a beautiful blush undertone um the blush lace that they used underneath was actually originally from South Africa which was really cool so it sort of felt like there were these little um bits in it that were really personal um they added sleeves onto the dress that could come off it was yeah it was honestly like my dream dress it was so much fun working with them um nothing I could have picked off the shelf so yeah that was that was my dress um yeah still in love with it to this day <laughs> it was stunning and yeah we'll definitely share a few photos of that and I've heard so many rave reviews about um Fritz and Sierra they're so talented at what they do they're absolutely incredible like honestly highly recommend them to everyone yeah can you talk about who was in your bridal party how was that process choosing them was it easy hard yeah sure um so my husband Mackenzie he has four brothers um that was sort of our starting point um he wanted all of his brothers in his bridal party and I've got a younger brother who he wanted to have as well so we sort of started with five on his side um I've always been like I don't want uneven bridal parties and I I knew that I had always wanted his um, little sister as well she's one of my really good friends so that was sort of our starting point and then um I chose my four closest friends so my maid of honor um is my childhood best friend we grew up together in South Africa and she now lives in the UK so she came over and then the other three friends were all friends that I've been like growing up with um since primary pretty much so yeah and still really good friends to this day so that was sort of the process we went through um I think if we had been able to, I know Mac would have loved to have had a few of his friends as well in the bridal party, but with having so many brothers, it sort of, yeah, it like cut us to, um, yeah, we settled on five. We were like, we can't have this huge, huge long line of people. Um, but yeah, that was our process. I, we both found it really easy. Um, we really enjoyed it. It was, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a hard process at all. That's so true with, um, big families I've got three sisters as well so it's like already yeah. taken um but yeah it's cool to involve them and yeah you can't really just pick one so it was nice how many guests did you guys have and how was that process did you find that difficult to narrow down yeah oh the yeah narrowing it down guests was definitely like the hardest part of planning um we had a so we had a larger ceremony um smaller reception so we had i think like 110 people for our ceremony and then our reception was somewhere around 85 um that was yeah narrowing it down was really hard we sort of had to we split the guest list in half we were like we've got half each um that was the easiest way to do it for us just with yeah lots of family and stuff so yeah that was kind of where we started and then we went back and forth for quite a while um I guess there's so many people that are so important in your life so many people that have gone through life with you and it's sort of trying to figure out how yeah to like sift through people because there's people that have been around for a long time you may not necessarily see often but you know they're people that have been through your life for so many years so we sort of settled on yeah just trying to pick people that um we had seen recently who had met both of us and then people that we knew would see in the future like we we're going to stay in contact with um and then yeah I guess our our part as well was we had quite a few friends who didn't know anyone 
Um, so we ended up inviting partners that we um, didn't necessarily know very well, but that was for us, that was really important. We wanted those people that we were inviting that didn't know anyone to at least feel comfortable and be able to enjoy the day. Um, so that also pushed our guest count up because yeah, we factored in partners into that as well. Um, but yeah, the guest list was definitely something that we went back and forth on for a long time. Um, finally settled on it. It's always a difficult um, process for everyone. But yeah, I think you did that really well and um, were quite thoughtful about it. Yeah. Yes. But can you tell us a bit about the day, um, how it all went and yeah, any favorite moments from the day? Oh yeah, the day was beautiful. Like we both said it was just the most perfect day. Um for us girls from the morning, it was just so relaxed. Um, we all did our own hair and makeup, which, yeah, I think made the day so relaxing because we were all sort of getting ready together. There was no one waiting their next turn. So, yeah, the morning was super chill. The boys had a really chill morning as well. Um, the ceremony, yeah, everything ran so smoothly. The ceremony was absolutely beautiful. And then we um, we left to have photos, which was really special. That was probably um, having our photos done was one of our like favorite moments because we just got to spend this really concentrated time together, um, which was yeah really special. Just to sit and be like, wow, this has happened. Like we're we've dreamed about this day for so many years, and now we're here. Um, so that was really cool, just to have that time together, and then. Yeah, our reception was lovely as well. Food was great, music was good. Um, it was just so nice to be surrounded by all the people we love, like in one space. Um, yeah, we we loved our day. Highlight would definitely have been the um, the photos, though. That was really cool. And at the end of the night, to sort of we stayed right until the end, until people um, were like leaving, and it was just so cool to be able to like say goodbye to everyone and then sit in the space once everyone is sort of left to be like, wow, this is like, this was our day. Like you're just soaking up all that emotion and the feelings. And yeah, we were just on this high, which was um, really cool. So that was also an amazing part of the day for us. I love that you had those little moments where you kind of just stopped and were present, soaking it all in. That's so important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was cool. We did a bunch with the bridal party at the venue and then just went off site with just the two of you, which I definitely recommend if you guys can factor that into your day so it's a lot easier just transporting the two of you and then yeah you just kind of get a bit more of that special time without a bit of a crowd watching on. (laughs) Yeah exactly and I think for the bridal party it was great because I think they would have all gotten really bored Um, so it (laughs) it was nice to like have our photos with them and then we had this time together and obviously for us it's like the highlight of our day so yeah it's um it was a really special time yeah so yeah when you think back on the wedding planning process is there anything you regret or would do um differently or yeah anything you found hard about it not really to be honest I think our planning process was like pretty good um once we when we got engaged we pretty much chose our venue within like the next month we only had six and a half months between when we got engaged to when we got married um which I loved I loved that it was just this really small concentrated time it sort of forced us to get things done which was really nice it didn't drag on um and our lives also weren't consumed by wedding planning for a long time which was beautiful um 
but yeah we got things done quite quickly like I sourced everything that we needed within the first few months and then it was just sort of waiting and doing the little details um yeah I I really enjoyed the planning process there's nothing that I really regret or would have done differently um I think yeah for the most part it was it was pretty good quite relaxed and um did you guys have a set budget and how much did you end up spending um yeah even a ballpark figure if you're happy to talk about that yeah of course I think budget is something that is so important to speak about it was something that um we were really set on having quite a small budget so we originally budgeted twenty thousand dollars for our day um including everything and the reason a big part why we did that was because we wanted to spend eight weeks overseas afterwards and we sort of thought you know for um eight weeks we could spend twenty thousand dollars overseas um or we could spend that on like one day so um i think yeah we were that sort of what influenced having a smaller budget it was it was actually pretty good it forced us to be quite nifty and crafty about how we did things um I guess neither of us were super set on having this like perfect picture book wedding. We were both quite relaxed about how it turned out. Um, so yeah, we, my brother did all of our design work, which was amazing. We were like super grateful for that. Um, all of our cutlery plates, everything, um, I managed to source secondhand off like a buy and sell page. So we saved a lot of money, even fairy lights, we got them all secondhand. What else do we, all of our hair and makeup, we did ourselves. Um, that was actually something that I'd asked the girls about. I've got really curly hair naturally, didn't really want anyone doing my hair for the day. Um, and makeup wise, I wanted something quite natural. So I was really happy to do it myself. When I presented the idea to the bridesmaids, they were all on board with that. Um, I said to them, like, I'd be happy to pay for it if it was something that they really wanted. But all of them had previously been bridesmaids and wanted to do their own hair and makeup based off their previous experiences so yeah I was that worked out really well um in our favor and it yeah it definitely saves a lot of money flowers we did ourselves so I went to the flower market in Mount Wellington on the Monday we got married on the Thursday and sourced all of our flowers for the tables the bouquets um boutonnieres everything and then I also got a bucket of flowers from a local grower so because we weren't too phased about um a specific style we just had lots of color it, it turned out beautifully and it made flower shopping really easy um I put together all of our bouquets for the girls and my maid of honor did all the boutonnieres for the boys and it was actually a really fun thing we did on the Tuesday evening um just so nice to kind of like pause and relax and create something together which also saved us a lot of money I think we ended up only spending like $300 on flowers for everything um other than that I think food was our biggest cost on our budget which we were more than happy to spend because that was a priority and yeah photography we had lids shoot for us which was amazing um and videography we didn't have a videographer so that was one of our like deal breakers um before when we were planning we sort of sat down and said like these are each of our priorities and from there we went so from the get-go Mac was like I cannot justify having a videographer like I'd much rather spend more on a photographer because if we're having a videographer we're going to look at that video you know 
every few months, but photos are something that we'll have around our house. We'll look at a lot. And I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I couldn't really, um, argue it with him. So yeah, we settled on no videographer and we actually had, um, two friends shoot our day on like the old school dad cams. Um, and yeah, Anna's put together a, a wedding video for us, which was really cool. Um, very candid, very special. And it meant that we could have her and Henry a part of our day. So Anna was with us girls in the morning. She also helped us with like hair and makeup, just like all the little touch ups. So it was really special to have them in like an important part of our day. Um, yeah, so those were kind of like the things that we did to save budget wise. I'm just trying to think what else we um, what else we did. But yeah, we had a lot of people like help us set up the day before. Um, we obviously, we did everything from scratch. So yeah, we had all of that done. And then, yeah, I borrowed napkins from a friend who made them for her wedding who had previously gotten married. So it was all those like little things. My mum sourced all of the um, the vases from like op shops for us. And then she made all the candles as well. So we had just gotten, um, yeah, little, I'd actually got like, Kmart candle holders from a girl who had sold me some other stuff she'd just given them to us and we cleaned them out and then mum made fresh candles so that was really cool and yeah we just sort of sourced what we could um yeah try to save money where possible I think it was it definitely made us like crafty and it's definitely something that you can do I think there's this massive thing around budget to spend all of this money on one day um and to have this day that, yeah, looks a certain way. But I think at the end of the day, for us, like our day was a reflection of who we are as a couple. Um, and we were able to do it on a really good budget. So we came away from it not regretting what we had spent or not feeling like we had, yeah, spent too much on it. Um, so, yeah, I think it can definitely be done. No, Everyone told us we'd never be able to do it at 20000 And I think we ended up spending... Um, 21,000 all up so definitely something that can be done so impressive how much you guys did yourselves and just with like getting family and friends to help was yeah amazing and so good to for people to hear that it can be done for sure you um did the girls get their own dresses most of them were in like dish dresses so um yeah the girls the girls bought their own dresses um I sort of because I was wearing like a blush pink dress um there was sort of no color that really would tie in and I wanted the pink to sort of stand out standing next to them so they all wore white dresses um and I said to them you know like you can get any white dress you want you can get like a cream or um just as long as everyone has like a similar color and they all none of them really wanted to wear satin which is totally understandable um they yeah they all settled on wearing linen and I was like yeah go for it like as long as you're all comfortable you can all wear the dress again um yeah so that was also really cool um but yeah I I paid for their shoes but yeah they bought their own dresses so yeah so nice and yeah definitely actually one of those dresses you'd wear again (laughs) like people always say that to bridesmaids but these were really nice and linen's always beautiful and um did you guys just source all your own like you had a bit of wine and beer alcohol yeah so because we were it was a BYO venue um we just yeah sourced it so the um the beer and like soft drinks and stuff we bought from the supermarket but the wine um 
a family friend of ours, he used to own a winery. So we were able to get wine from him at cost price and it was really good wine, which, um, yeah, we were really lucky to be able to do that. But I guess those little things really help, like just being able to think about who you have around you. Um, yeah, that family friend was more than happy to yeah, get us wine at, at that price. So I think it's just, yeah, um, seeing who's around you, what, what they're willing to like help you with. Um, and yeah, that was, that was really nice. It was nice to be able to have that, but that obviously BYO, we didn't have a huge bar tab or anything. Um, I think we only spent like $800 on drinks all up and we had so much left over at the end. So yeah, it was sort of, um, we definitely over, over calculated. Um, yeah, but those little things definitely help. So yeah amazing that can be a big expense so yeah you've definitely been savvy in all those different areas it's so cool to hear and um you mentioned that you went on quite a decent honeymoon after your wedding day so can you talk a little bit about what planning that looked like because I know going overseas for like eight weeks is almost as much planning as planning a wedding so yeah how did you go with doing both of them at the same time yeah um so uh, like I said earlier we did a lot of the wedding stuff pretty soon off the bat so we sort of there were only like a few little things to sort of sort out and all the stuff that you could sort of sort out closer to the day um which meant that we had a lot of time for yeah honeymoon planning um we had always wanted to go to Vietnam and Turkey together. So those were, we decided we'd just do it all in one trip. Like this was sort of our chance to do it. Um, we, we were supposed to go overseas in 2020, but obviously COVID happened. So decided that we'd be able to get the time off work because we were getting married. When we spoke to our bosses, they were like, oh yeah, to honeymoon, you can take like as long as you want sort of thing. Um, so we just really utilized that. We, the planning was, yeah, was quite extensive. Um, but yeah, it sort of, it came together quite quickly. We sort of got our flights booked and then it was just figuring out what we wanted to do, um, in each country. We, yeah, spent two weeks in Vietnam, two weeks in Turkey, and then some time in the UK and Europe as well. Just seeing some family, um, that Mac hadn't met before. So yeah, it was, um, the planning was, it was quite a bit on the side of wedding planning, but, um, I personally really enjoy planning. So, um, yeah, I didn't mind it once we sort of had discussed what we wanted to do. Um, Mac was quite happy with me just booking accommodation and, um, we both have a similar idea of like budget and all that sort of thing. So yeah, it was actually, um, it was quite, quite easy once we got into it, but, um, yeah, very daunting when you're looking at both of the things together. Um, yeah, it does seem like a lot. So, yeah. I love that though. Just, yeah, why not do the trip together and, yeah, go to your dream destinations. And yeah. so cool. You can just um, get it done bit by bit, planning everything. No, definitely. Cool. So you've given a lot of amazing advice already, but is there anything else you would say to couples planning their wedding right now? Oh, um, this is actually, yeah, a piece of advice that my mum gave Mac when he went to my parents to ask them um, if he could marry me. Um, she said to him to make sure that the day is all about us and to not let anyone influence our decisions or push us to do things that we didn't want our day 
to have which really yeah we both really stuck to that and it meant that when we encountered any obstacles or other people's opinions we were like actually no this day is about us like it's not about our family or our friends um so we want it to be a reflection of like who we are um so yeah that would be my biggest piece of advice like just remember that it's your day it's no one else's day i know that when weddings come come around people um often have a lot of like pressure and influence from families and friends and stuff but yeah the day is about you and at the end of the day um, you're going to be the ones looking back on it being like oh we regret this we love this so if you make the day as authentic and true to who you guys are as a couple um, yeah I think it's it'll be like yeah a beautiful day but that was that's probably my biggest piece of advice yeah it's great advice um so important just stick to your guns and yeah making it a reflection of you did you um you're back home like settled at home now after your yeah wedding then big trip so what is married life like now do you feel like you had any of the post-wedding blues I mean I think going on that epic honeymoon probably helped but yeah how are things now yeah um it's actually really funny Mac and I were talking about post-wedding blues the other day and um I was like, oh yeah, I didn't really, you know, have any post-wedding blues, and um, he was like, oh, well, we were away for a long time, which, yeah, definitely helps, um, I think you, we sort of got thrust into, like, honeymoon and travel, that we didn't really have a chance to, like, reflect on the fact that we weren't going to be planning your wedding, or that this day was over, we were just kind of on a high the whole time, I felt pretty good, I think by the time we got home from overseas, we were ready to be home and sort of like establish life together um it's been yeah it's been really fun we've just been like setting up our house um I had sort of moved everything out of my parents like the week before two weeks before the wedding into here and so I was kind of living out of a box at my parents house and so when we got home I was like oh I can like unpack and you know make the space ours um Mac had been living in the house for a few months prior so just had to make it a bit more homely looking <laughs> but yeah it's been really nice it's so lovely to just like be with your best friend all the time um yeah we we get to like do so much more together um yeah, I love it. It's been it's been really cool. Amazing. That's so good. Is there anything else you want to add about your day or any wisdom from your four months of marriage? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not what I can think of. Um, yeah, I think with wedding planning, just, just have fun. Um, make it a reflection of who you are. And I think that is, yeah, that's like the best part of the whole day. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the board, Hannah. No worries. Thanks for having me. Lovely chat.